with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney. Hello. Matt DeBurs. <coughs> oh, no, no. Oh, now you're sick. You Jack got the was sickness. sick yesterday. This is every day. All right. Oh. I feel great, actually. <laughs> you do feel great? You just felt like you were just going to cough a bit. You know. All right. Well, you know what? Things are starting. To, it's just it's getting exciting with the Grey Cup coming. You can just feel it. Brian Hall, the legendary Brian Hall from 630 Chad, wanders in here about four times a shift just to make sure we're doing okay because he's yeah. excited. He's, how do you make an 85-year-old as excited as a five-year-old at Christmas? You bring Grey Cup to a city, right? Makes sense. Yeah. I can't believe that guy's been to how many? 61. 61. That is nut bar. Yeah. That is Looney Spoons. Yeah, 61 great cups. We've been working for 65 years in radio. It's, yeah, really unbelievable. So Makes my poultry (laughs) eight. (laughs) Look real bush league. Speaking of poultry, Matt, um, turkeys and microwaves. We're going to have a lot of fun with that on the next show, but we got on the discussion on the last show because... Well, there is a viral uh, trend going on or prank on the internet through Facebook and Instagram. What you do is you text your mom, mom, how do I cook a 25-pound turkey in the microwave? What did your mom say? We didn't get to this in the show, Jack. She, oh, she responded. yeah. So my mom, so we did this. We tested it out with all of our moms. Uh, she said, first of all, you wouldn't microwave a 25-pound turkey. It would never fit into the microwave. But if you did, probably three hours. And then she goes on to say, <laughs> best to cut the legs, then the thighs, then the breast. <laughs> I didn't ask you how to carve it. <laughs> so, Yeah. Pretty crazy. Oh man, yeah, Matt's mom. Well, we will get to that because she actually called you because yeah, yeah, she you, got she got a little texty text this uh, this morning. Yeah, and I hadn't texted my mom yet, so I'm doing that as we speak. I'm texting my mom to find out. But do you I, think she'll believe you? I think she listens to the show, so I think oh. the cat is out of the bag, or the turkey's in the microwave, or one or the other. While you're on the internet, you should go and see some of these responses. They are hilarious. All right, and uh, yeah, some other uh, fun things we talked about in the show this morning, like that crazy story uh, from Australia with the wedding. Uh, the guy cheats on his woman. What does he expect? She confronts him basically when they're doing the vows and reads a whole bunch of uh, the text messages he sent to this other woman and oh boy I just glad I wasn't there because that would have been, we call those turtles moments at my house <laughs> when you're really, really nervous because once something happened, I can't remember what it was but it, but it made me so nervous I ate a whole box of turtles. <laughs> oh, I thought you just went back into your shell. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> Weird it had nothing to do with that. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. A good morning, Oilers at San Jose tonight and sunshine today with a high of seven. This news update is brought to you by Tireland. Show winter who's in control. Head to Tireland and save up to $100 on the purchase of four select winter tires. Visit tireland.ca to shop your winter tires or book today for your tire change. Premier Rachel Notley says the price gap for Alberta oil is a real and present danger to the Canadian economy. Her NDP government has appointed three experts to consult with energy sector companies on ways to boost the price. Notley says Canada is losing $80 million a day. An argument outside Chicago's Mercy Hospital turned deadly yesterday when a man pulled out a gun and killed a female emergency room doctor with whom he was in a relationship with. The gunman then ran into the hospital and fatally shot a pharmacy resident and a police officer. Now the attacker also died, but it's not clear if he took his own life or was killed by police. If you haven't heard, the Grey Cup is in town on Sunday, but there are tons of events going on throughout the city throughout this week. You can bungee jump, zip line, and street ski all starting on Thursday. And you can enjoy the Grey Cup Parade at 11.30 on Saturday. All events are listed at kissinfm.com. And we've all had a good time while playing our favorite sport. But for some Canadian curlers, 
Ah, they may have had a bit too good of a time. Organizers had to kick out an entire team from a competition a little while ago in Red Deer for being too drunk. And this team included Ryan Fry, member of the 2014 Canadian Olympic gold medal winning team. Now, apparently, they were breaking brooms, causing a disturbance, and swearing really loud. They have now all apologized. Hmm. All the demon drink took over once again. In defense of that one guy, what's his name, Ryan Fry? Yes. Yeah, I mean, 2014, he's still celebrating, right? I mean, you win win a gold medal in curling. It's a pretty big deal. You go to any rink in in Canada, (laughs) you're drinking for free. (laughs) Yeah, you think that's probably what happened. Exactly. Hmm. Oh, I'm jacking that, so you need to know. Nice. What we need to know this morning is what is the answer to the too early for a question question? There is a huge uh, Grey Cup uh, concert happening on Saturday night. It's going to be the place to be, and it's featuring a whole bunch of these rock throwback artists. Kim right? Mitchell, Trooper, Loverboy. Yeah. Raise a little hell. Sick. Yeah. Okay, well, you get a chance to do Raising a Little Hell at uh, the Shaw Conference Center on Saturday night. If you're the first person to answer the too early for a question question this morning, 7804211039. According to a recent survey, a typical North American thinks this should take about 16 seconds. What is this? Don't wash our hands. Don't wash our hands? Mm, you know, it's not don't wash your hands, but that's a good guess. We're you want to know Chris's dirty secret? Mm. What? I'm going to tell the world right now. He pees about five times a morning. Mm. Yeah. But I don't think he uses a lot of soap when he washes his hands post-bathroom. That soap has got bacteria in it. (laughs) Well, there's our answer. You do us all a favor. All right, so it's not washing your hands in 16 seconds. What do you think's the guess? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. A huge prize this morning. That great cup party on Saturday night is going to be the place to be. 780-421-1039. According to a recent survey, a typical North American thinks this should take 16 seconds. What is this? Parallel park the car. Oh, parallel park the car. I really timed it. I don't think I'm there yet. I think I'm a little longer. (laughs) More around the one, two minute range. (laughs) Those fancy new vehicles will parallel park themselves, which is crazy. But you know what, Harry? It's not parallel parking, but that's a great guess. Thank you. Thanks. All right, Thomas, uh, what do you think uh, the average North American thing should take about 16 seconds? Brushing your teeth. Brushing your teeth. At least. Yeah. I think you're supposed to go for like two minutes or Happy something birthday. ridiculous like that. Yeah. I've never brushed my teeth for more than a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Worked no. out good for me. Yeah. What, what about you? About a minute, minute and a half. You know what? It's not brushing your teeth, but that's a very good guess. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Hey, Cheryl, what do you think? Is it answering your phone? Answering your phone. You should take 16 seconds or less to answer your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? It's not answering your phone. No. It's funny, though. Sometimes you, you're just about to give up. Some I, We've got friends. My friend Dave, He's uh, it always rings three or four times before he answers. You know, then, I'm a two-ring person. Are you? If I see my phone, I let it ring twice, and then I answer. You do? Why? I don't know. I'm always staring at it. <laughs> Cheryl, do you do this? Um, probably by the time I hunt for it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah in the couch cushions. Finding it, but Jack just stares at it while it rings. <laughs> I'll always answer a third ring. That Try is, me. That is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, we'll give you a quick hint. This has got something to do with romance, all right? <laughs> is that a pretty good hint? Oh. It sure is, Chris. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, according to a recent survey, it's got something to do with romance. Typical North American thinks this should last 16 seconds. Get your minds out of the gutter and call okay. us. 780-421-1039. You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I want you to imagine. You're at a wedding. You're just sitting there waiting for the bride and groom to get married. They're at the front. They're at the altar. Things are going well. The vows are about to be delivered. And uh, as the bride begins her vows, she says, I think there's something you should know about the man I'm about to marry. 
the night before she finds out from an anonymous person that her husband-to-be has been cheating on her. And this person screenshots a whole bunch of different text messages that this man has been sending to his lover. Oh, no. she, She decides to read these text messages off one after another. And let's just say it's not like, hey, you know, can we just casually, um, you know, meet for Would coffee. Would you like to meet up for a drink? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> they, they were I sexting, like as the kids say, They probably. were very specific. So I, I tell you what, what happens, the groom leaves, of course, as quickly as possible with the best man by his side, which best men should Naturally, do. You yeah. gotta go down with the ship. <laughs> and she just spits it all out, and that is it. That is the way she broke it to the world. Now, here's the question. If you were there as somebody watching, would that not be one of the most awkward things ever? Especially if you're, like, let's say, the groom's parents or something. Oh, that'd be yeah. awful. <laughs> oh. There's no doubt if you were a family member or a close friend to either of these people, it'd be awful. Yeah. But if you were, like, a date who casual was a casual acquaintance, yeah. that would have been <laughs> Awesome. You'd be like, I hope I got this on video because it's going to go viral. What do you think, Jack? I wish someone got that on video. We should look for it. Oh, I can't even imagine. So the question is, probably you've never been in an awkward situation like that. But have you ever seen something really awkward that just made you just wish you could like just like go off to planet wherever, like not even be on the same planet, which what was happening there. You know, maybe it was at a wedding. Maybe it was the mother-in-law speech or something. Mm. I don't know. There's lots of those. You've seen quite a few weddings, yeah. Chris. You've yeah. probably seen yeah. some awkward speeches. <laughs> the, awkward, the most awkward one was that, I've told the story about the drunk uh, best man who spoke for like 25 minutes straight and, and he just kept telling the groom that he hated him and then he liked him and it was just really, really <laughs> awkward and he was really drunk. That was probably the, the time I wanted to crawl under a table and hide. But what about you? What is the most awkward thing you've seen, wedding or not wedding, you know, any kind of event? I bet you there's been some awkward things said at funerals. Oh, right. For sure. Yeah, exactly. Like, what do they call those things? Eulogies? 780-421-1039 or text us at 103939 with your awkward story this morning. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Crazy story from Australia with the bride who decides to uh, read her wedding vows with the uh, text messages that her husband-to-be had been sending to his Ouch. other lover. Ugly and mostly awkward. I mean, it's terrible. Don't get me wrong. It's terrible for them, but right. it would have been terrible for anybody in that in that that wherever the wedding facility was. I mean, You'd you, never forget it. Oh, boy, oh, boy. So we're looking for those awkward kind of things in your world when you've uh, been to events. Lots of texts coming in. This person says, I was at a wedding where the mother-in-law gave the groom a gift of new golf clubs. In her speech, she said there were they were a way for him to escape his new bride. It was terrible. <laughs> I might. think somebody could pull that off, though. <laughs> yeah. like, if, you know, the mother-in-law's got a great sense of humor, that right. kind of thing. Yeah. Right. If it was a joke, but I, I'm, I'm assuming it was terrible because everybody in the place knew it wasn't a joke, right? Ooh, this person says, at my dad and stepmom's wedding, there was an old friend of my dad's who drank a little bit too much, and when he gave a toast, he accidentally said my mom's name instead of my stepmom's. She was not impressed, poor ouch, thing. That's real. That's got to happen quite a bit, I uh, think. Oh, yeah. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. What about you, Mike? Uh, I used to work um, in a retail grocery store for years and years, and I get to know people, right, and even their kids. So this one particular day, this uh, woman that I knew, and it was brought a little kid in, and, and and I would say hi. So the little boy says, "Guess what?" And I thought, "Just tell me they got a new puppy or something." I said, "What?" He said, "My mom and dad had a big fight last night." Uh oh. And the mother is standing like four <laughs> feet away from me, and she kind of looks at me and <laughs> I look at her. And, what do you do, Ray? 
What do you do? You just ask him, <laughs> what was it about? <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, so big event in uh, in Australia. Weddings are always big events. You're there, you're sitting in the crowd, and all of a sudden, uh, when you think the bride's going to say, you know, I whatever the vows are, da 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 she instead says, I think you should know something about the man I'm about to marry, and she starts reading these terrible text messages that he's been sending to his other girlfriend, and uh, it was very, very awkward, and uh, he, he left fairly quickly after that. Yep. So he didn't like say, "Hey, this is all a lie." He just when when he leaves, I think you probably know that he's uh, you know admitting to guilt. I would say that was there. Yep, <laughs> that uh, was it. Uh huh. So it would have been awkward for everybody, especially uh, the crowd that was there, of course. And so we're looking for those awkward stories in your world. We got this text at my uncle's second wedding when I went there. They were saying their vows, and when it came to the part where he was supposed to say, "My lawful wedded wife," he said, "My awful wedded wife." I bet that's happened a lot. You know, Ooh. you get nervous, oh, and yeah. you know. Barely talk at the best of times. What do they call those Freudian slips? Exactly. Uh They said they all laughed, but it could have been a slip of the tongue. All right. Now, Jack, you were excited. You said, oh, yeah, something like that happened at my dad's. Your dad's wedding? Yeah, my dad's second wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, He and my stepmom, Donna, were having their first dance. And it was a quiet, a a little wedding. So there wasn't too much planning and stuff. And so he knew the DJ really well. It was his old work friend. And he said, you know what? (laughs) You just pick a song for us. Like, we totally trust you. This Uh will be great. (laughs) (laughs) What did he choose? Oh, my mom and his wedding song, Just out of the blue, the same yeah. song. And he didn't know. Can like, I have he this w- dance? Yes. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> so the whole three minutes and 30 seconds, uh, and fortunately, Donna didn't know at the time, so it was right. still really sweet. Does right. she still not know? I don't know. <laughs> she does if she's listening. She has a good sense of humor. Could I have this dance for the rest of my life or, you know, for your next for wedding? For what's left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you had a story about kids? Yeah. I once worked at Zeller's. Yeah. And uh, this is not wedding related so much as another awkward uh, encounter. But this kid was with his mom and my buddy came running up to me and he said, you have to look at this kid. This poor kid, it was maybe like eight years old, but had the darkest mustache I've ever seen. And I'm talking to his mom. I couldn't stop laughing. Then a mom called me out for it. I almost got fired that day. There was an eight year old with a dark mustache? Yeah. You had to be there, Mom, but it was good. <laughs> so, That's so, bad, Matt. <laughs> was that your last day at Zellers? No. Almost. Right. I, how I stay to that place, it's a real wonder. You know, Jesse's got an incredible, awkward story that, uh, yeah, he, he wants to tell us, and we're going to get to that next. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So you're at a wedding, and uh, when the bride's about to do her vows, instead of doing the usual vows, she decides to read some text messages that she's gotten sent to her from an anonymous person the night before about her, well, her husband-to-be, which she decides not to marry because he's been, you know, he's been, well, he's not been good. We'll just leave it at that. So we're looking for those awkward stories in your life. What have you seen or witnessed? This text says something like that happened in Mexico two years ago at my niece's wedding. Now, it didn't happen at the wedding, thank goodness, but the next day on the beach, it was the bride and the best man. Crazy day at the resort. Hmm. (laughs) That'd be so fun to not be in the wedding, though, and see all the drama. Ooh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Chris hates drama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> appar- I like it from afar. And apparently, <laughs> you could do from afar. Yeah. And apparently, what, the same storyline is happening right now on YNR, Young and Restless. Sharon oh. dumped Nick in front of a whole room because Nick had been sleeping with his ex. So there you go. You're really mm. missing out, says a texter. Young and the Restless. What's Victor up to? They think of everything. Is he still alive? They have to think of everything. It's been going on forever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. 35 years. Here's Scotty McCreary. It's five more minutes. This is Kissing Country. 
You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. A bride decided to really get the ultimate revenge on the groom who had been cheating on her by reading a bunch of text messages that she'd been sent at the wedding when she was supposed to be doing the vows. So we were looking for your similar kind of stories or awkward things you've seen. Yes, Cliff? There was a wedding party on the plane, partying it up on the way down throughout that first week. All the uh, groom and his groomsmen would be out late at night in the discos and stuff, hitting on, uh, you know, the the girls, including our adult daughters. Yes. Trying to get his one last fling in. (laughs) So then come, uh, you know, the end of that first week, it's wedding day, and we just all happen to be walking down to the beach. And here's this wedding starting to go on there. So all the women decide they're going to sit down on the front of this... it's like one of those, you know, beach beds with the canopy over top. Yeah. So they all said they're going to they're watch the wedding. It's like, you know, 50 feet away or whatever. And so they're sitting there and they're, they're going on about, I wonder if she knows about all these things he's been doing all week. Right. And talking like that. And then, of course, both the bride and groom had these real prominent features, like the big noses and stuff like that. So they're making <laughs> these jokes about, you know, the poor babies won't have a chance, all that kind of stuff, right? Uh-huh. And then after about minutes... One of them looks up, and on the overhead cross piece right above their heads there, there's this camera set up, video camera set up, recording the... Oh, <laughs> no! ...the wedding. <laughs> so, of course, they got up and scattered pretty quick, but we've often wondered what happened when everybody got back home and gathered together to watch the video. Oh, that is so good. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, farmers, of course, and hockey players as well. Hockey players, uh, the Oilers uh, license plate has now been released. Somebody just texted us and said they're getting one. It's like 75 bucks. You can get an actual Oilers license plate instead of your Alberta plate. I know we've had the plate for like the Support the Troops one, which is really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, in the past, but they got the Oilers one now. So our question this morning is, uh, if you could have anything else on your uh, Alberta plate, what would it be? Uh, we just got a, a text from Jesse saying that he, being a farmer, would like to have like some kind of a farm thing going on, like a combine or something like that. Like a John Deere in the back? Yeah, hay bales. That kind of idea. The Alberta one kind of had wheat in it before, didn't it? The yeah, Alberta that's plate. right. We used to have like, yeah, I remember. Um, I don't even know if maybe if I was born yet, but I have seen when we had just a bright orange plate. Do you remember the bright orange plate? Like no. the, was it the farm plate? The or Alberta, I think it was just every plate was Wasn't bright. Wasn't there one with orange. mountains too in yeah, the background? Yeah, the mountains. And the, I remember the, that. The, yeah. And, yeah, that was the one that kind of had the, the Alberta design on it. So our question this morning is, uh, what would you like? Jack just wants a hot pink one. Yeah. Um, but if you could have any plate in the world, what would it be? Maybe you're a hunter. Maybe you would like some kind of a hunting scene. A uh, f- picture of you skinning a deer? Well, <laughs> That's quite intense. <laughs> what about in the Northwest Territories had a bear, didn't, or they do have a bear. Yeah. What was our national, what's our provincial creature, I should say? Beaver? The mosquito? <laughs> yeah, could be. Hmm. All right. Uh, what about you? 780-421-1039. You can also text us. If you could have anything at all on your Alberta plate, what, what says Alberta to you, you know, besides our hockey teams and... And, uh, and hot pink. And I've hot, got it. Yeah. The giant Mondaire sausage. Hmm. The giant Pasanka. <laughs> the giant mosquito? It might be hard to put on your car. <laughs> A big wild rose. Somebody just texts us, of course. Wild rose Beautiful. country. Yeah. I, I just want whatever would be on the plate that would make it unable to be taken pictures of. Yeah. It's like very shiny and reflective. Does that even work? People put those things on those. I think they're illegal, but I do think they work. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. The phone's ringing. We'll get to some people next. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Disneyland. I, I know that wouldn't make any sense to put on a plate, but I would like that on my plate. <laughs> you put Mickey and it, Donald on there. It, it, from, in Alberta, I'd be like, what? I love Disney. Uh, and we're talking, anyway, Disneyland at 9 o'clock this morning, your first chance to get that word. They could send you there. Uh, the, uh, the I guess the, the, the plate now, the vanity plate with uh, the Oilers on it is uh, now available for 75 bucks. But we're saying, if it wasn't the Oilers, what would you like on your plate? I mentioned that uh, the, the, the Alberta plates used to be orange. Somebody reminded us it was yellow. I'm a bit colorblind, so it was orange oh. in my life. But yeah, oh, yes. it was a yellow plate. Chris's back then. rods and cones are all messed up. So, <laughs> Melissa mentions what about Alberta beef? Oh, yes. Just put a big old cow on it. Yeah. They, or would you put a steak on it? Hmm. Yeah, you could conundrum. do that. Yeah. They said uh, we should put beer on the plates. Nothing else screams Alberta. That's true. Eh, probably keep beer away from anything dry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, true. yeah, I guess so. <laughs> all right. Uh, KM says, I would say an oil, Derek, but those days are gone. Mm. We could live in nostalgia. And... It's, maybe they're coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I certainly hope so. Yeah. Another person mentioned a snowmobile. All right. Terry, uh, a good license plate would be the Albertosaurus Rex, like the one that's on the new driver's license. Oh, yeah. And the best license plate somebody said they ever saw was a Saskatchewan Rough Rider plate. I guess they have them in Saskatchewan with Esks on it as the... Uh... <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that would be, that'd be brilliant. We want to hear yours. Uh, text us at 103939 or 780-421-1039. You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, you can get an oiler plate now in uh, the province. You can also get a Flames one as well down Ooh. south. Or we, I mean, I guess anybody here could get one as well. But we're wondering if it wasn't that, what would you want your plate to be here in Alberta? This person says the best thing on our, on our Alberta plates is the poppy like I have. Alberta is the most supportive province I've ever been in for serving members and vets of the military. I wasn't born here, but I will never leave this great province. Awesome. Uh, we completely agree. Somebody else suggested they think the best option would be allow people to put whatever they want on. Um, <laughs> yeah. a real barrel Any there. kind of an image. <laughs> like, I, I see like lots of hidden images. Yeah. Like, oh, yes, this is just fine. I'd get creative with it. Yeah. That's for sure. People <laughs> yeah. have enough images on their back windows right now. So, <laughs> Being Calvin. Yeah, exactly. Here's uh, Keith Urban. Somebody like you. This is Kissing Country. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. This week, it's all about the Great Cup here in Edmonton. And joining us in studio right now is the legend from our sister station, 630 Chad, Brian Hall. He's been to 61 consecutive Great Cups, and we're asking him this week if he can actually uh, tell a Great Cup story in 60 seconds or less. Start the music, Matt. All right, he's here. Brian, on your mark, get set. Go. Okay. 1948, Great Cup was played in Toronto as it always was in those days. And the Calgary Stampeders. And you know they had Woody Strode as one of the receivers, the great, uh, you know, movie actor? Really? Yeah, Woody Strode was a receiver for the Stampeders Just in like 48. Just like The Rock was. Dwayne uh, Johnson, yeah, Dwayne right? Johnson. Yeah, yeah, was absolutely. also Stampeder. Yeah, anyway, sure. I don't want to keep yeah, the story. Don't take his time. Okay, right. Right. I, I paused well, the timer. Don't worry. Okay. Well, Calgary's a lot of history, and don't forget they're here for the Grey Cup so on Sunday. But anyway, Calgary started what became known as the Grand National Drunk yes. in 1948 when they, well... There was a horse ridden into the lobby of the famous Royal York Hotel. Yes. And there were flapjacks served out of the back of chuck wagons down their Main Street, Young Street. And here in Edmonton, Henry Singer and several others said, how come they get all of this? Because it went right across the country, that story. Yeah. Why aren't we a part of this? And they got together and the Eskimos came into the league in 1949. Because of the Stampeders. Yes, exactly. What? My pal, Helium Hell, said, Oh, Brian, that's terrific. It's terrific. Wow. You were a little over, but it was worth it. <laughs> 
You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, yes, this turkey thing is going viral. People are texting. We had friends on the weekend. Our, our friends, uh, uh, the Crines, their son is uh, off becoming an eye doctor down in the States. And he texted his mom and asked her, you know, how many minutes he should put a 25-pound turkey in for Thanksgiving this weekend <laughs> down in the States. And she's like, why would he do that? And then we find out that every kid has been doing it to their parents, to their mothers in particular. Exactly. Right? It's a big prank and it's going viral because of all of the mom's responses. Some moms are actually going back with times like okay this is what you do others yeah. are like are you serious yeah yeah so we're anyway we're gonna ask our mothers and that we thought well you know what we do is we'd find a big old microwave if we can find one and a yeah. big old 25 pound turkey put it in the mic tomorrow morning and see what happens i think it could blow the door off but we'll uh, i don't think so no as long as it's like it's like anything it'll cook it yeah. it'll it just, it? it just heats up the water mo- molecules, right? Could take two to three hours. But we'll, I think early in the show, we'll plug one in and we'll find out. So that's okay. coming up tomorrow morning. Uh, Jack and I had the uh, opportunity to go to a 6.30 Chad Sounds Anonymous uh, yesterday. Yes, we did. You brought your little girl, and uh, she was having so much fun picking out toys for all of the kids to put in these uh, gift bags, and that's exactly what you do. Uh, I was thinking that Kennedy was assuming all this stuff was going home with her, right? <laughs> she thought this was the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah. She just got to pick whatever she wanted, all the books, all the stuffies, all the toys she dreamt of and put them into bags and they were all nicely wrapped and ready to go. Yeah, exactly. But you can do that too. They're looking for volunteers on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays to do the gifting. Of course, uh, the only way they can get those gifts is by your donations and you can do that. Uh, There's a big giant 630 Chet Sands Anonymous boxes at all the major malls and all over the place. So help out if you can. And delivery weekend is December 15th and 16th this year. Oh, I can't even imagine life without 630 Chet Sands Anonymous in this city. That's why we're the city of champions. How much damage can one cat do to a home? Well, Frankie Munez, the uh, actor, can tell you. Jack's got that incredible story next. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, Frankie Munez, I love Malcolm in the Middle. That was like one of my favorite shows of all time. You're real Hal. That was my first. Well, Hal was our first experience with the old uh, guy. Brian Cranston. Yeah, one of the best actors in the planet. Seinfeld, too. Yeah, but anyway, uh, Frankie comes home after a number of days, and his house is destroyed because a cat turned on a sink, and it just flooded all five stories of his place. More money, more problems. How many, how <laughs> many people hurts. have to worry about five flooded stories, Ooh, right? Well, but that's true. anyway, Frankie did, so we're looking for your stories like that. Yes, this text says, my cat dumped onto the floor an entire can of linoleum glue. We were at work. <laughs> he ran through it so many times, spreading it all over the entire house. Furniture, floors, himself. I found him in the rafters in the basement, covered in glue, with his whiskers stuck to his face. Oh, no! Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, the the cat's like stuck in the attic and can't get down. Uh, what about you, Cheryl? Just a couple of weeks ago, my cat did the exact same thing that happened to Frankie Muniz. Uh, <gasps> she was being looked after by my parents for the weekend when I left town to go to a concert. And I came home on the Saturday. They had gone out shopping and I heard the water running. So I look and the kitchen sink is full. There's water all over my brother's hardwood floor. I shut the water off. I drained the sink. I start cleaning up the floor, and I'm like, oh, I'll go get a mop. Mops are downstairs. I opened the door to the basement, and all I heard was water coming through the floor. This Well, in the basement, mm-hmm. it's the ceiling, and there was like a, a huge giant puddle. Well, puddle isn't even the word. It was just all over the basement floor, too, so it was like two hours of cleaning. Fortunately, not as bad as Frankie Muniz, but so yeah, my brother's hardwood floors are now wrecked. Yeah, that's and that's expensive, right? Ooh, like, wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. Do, do you need to use your yeah. pet insurance for that? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I didn't get pet insurance, but it's definitely coming.
running out of her allowance that I have to replace part of this floor. Doesn't cover cat murder. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking right now about the things that an animal can do. And they're not usually on purpose. I mean, when you hear the stories oh, about no. the dogs that just like chew through a wall, you know, just because they won't, they're kind of hungry. But there's, there's accidental things that happen, like poor Frankie Munez's cat uh, that uh, managed to flood the entire place and total five stories of everything that Frankie owned just because water, again, you just, you get water running and it runs for a significant amount of time. It will absolutely destroy things, right? Oh, it's bad. Uh-huh. We got this text. I moved into a new house with a new puppy and she chewed the corner of our pantry cupboard. A two pound Yorkie damages $250 a pound. What? Oh. Only 500 bucks. I didn't think Yorkies would be chewers, but I guess they are. All dogs are chewers. Yeah. We have a texter that has such bad luck. A moment ago, we were talking about the cat that dumped the entire can of glue onto the floor and yeah. spread it everywhere throughout the house. Mm-hmm. Well, they said we had another cat that sat on a huge lid or a lid of a huge pot of fresh made pasta sauce. Well, the lid flipped and he fell in. As cats do, he ran like crazy and the sauce was everywhere through our brand new house with white carpets. It looked like a massacre happened. We came home from my son's hockey game to this. Here's the question because I'm not real experienced <laughs> with cats. We had cats on the farm when I was a kid, but are cats shakers like dogs when they get wet? Like, do they like... Oh, do they, I don't They're know. sprinters. They don't shake. They just... <laughs> like, like like that's... The, in, the initial like, pass the sauce incident, she yeah. just bolted yeah. and then found a corner and then licked herself clean. Okay. So basically what you would have done. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Big thing going on. And, I, you know, it's bad to even talk about it on air because uh, it's going to wreck the joke for so many people now. But, you know, it's it's <laughs> out there now that uh, uh, the, the joke was, and this is more of a Thanksgiving uh, U.S. thing, I think. Right. That's where it all started down in the States where uh, kids would text their moms and ask them, oh, how many uh, hours you are, what, what, you know, how do you cook a 25-pound turkey in a microwave? And the mothers were all like, are you kidding me? What is wrong with you? Don't do this. Drives moms absolutely crazy. So earlier in the show, Matt decided to text his mom bright and early this morning morning and ask her the same question mm-hmm. and this is matt's mom calling hi matt's mom <laughs> <laughs> she got duped this morning <laughs> been cooking the 25 pound turkey in the microwave yeah oh matt I was telling everyone in startup this morning and they said oh that's on facebook that's a joke <laughs> the answer is call your mom <laughs> and yet you're the you're the queen of social media i thought you would have caught this like i'm was busy working this morning. Oh, you were working. See, uh, obviously your son wasn't. So <laughs> <laughs> the, the directions you gave us to cook the turkey were pretty good, though. Yeah. It was, you know, 50% power, turn every 15 minutes, cook for four hours, and it's going to taste like, what did you say, Mom? Uh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, crap. The microwave crap. How can you imagine? Well, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. We're going to do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you? Oh, we're going to get the biggest old microwave we can find, and we're going to get those uh, those jackets you put on when you go for x-rays. Lead. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to need them. <laughs> we, might not, we might need them when we eat the turkey. I want the wall that the x-ray tech goes around. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to bring that turkey out until the eyes are glowing again. <laughs> it's got eyes. That's a bad sign. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Thank well, you. I just wanted to let you know, yes, I fell for it. Yeah, yeah. well, hey, you're also the person that believes Brett Eldridge direct Brett messaged Eldridge. you. Oh, <laughs> you had to bring that up. What would Brett do if he sent you that text? I was just getting over it. <laughs> 
You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, the 25-pound target. It's so funny. And Matt, I mean this in the nicest sort of way. Sometimes you'll come up with the most pie-in-the-sky ideas, and you're like, well, we'll make this happen, and we'll try to kind of talk you out of it in a way. Mm -hmm. But now you're convinced that it's going to be impossible for us to find a giant microwave and a 25-pound turkey in Edmonton. We had a tight window. Yeah. That's my whole issue. Yeah. Because we got to... by the time this time hits tomorrow, yeah. the turkey will be in this microwave. And like 25-pound turkey is a big turkey. It's a big it turkey. Big. It's a big turkey. Microwaves aren't made that big. No, not anymore, right? So you're, you're so you're right. The challenge is like where do we get a microwave? It would almost have to be like a, a commercial microwave. It would have to be a, a, a microwave that somebody would want to donate to science because yes. there's no guarantees it's going to ever be the same after we put a uh, – 25-pound turkey in it, if we can find one. I'm not one. cleaning it. No, I know you're not. So <laughs> this, tur- this this microwave may go straight to... Um, a uh, bin. Recycle or yes, something like yes. that, right? Um, how much power do these big microwaves oh, take? Oh, when you too? turn those old ones on, they just have a dial. You turn them on, like all of the lights in the house would dim. I do remember that. <laughs> That's real? hilarious. Yeah, they take a... And they had not like... Turn knobs? Yeah, they had turn knobs in the olden days. I remember, yeah, my grandma and grandpa had one with a turn knob on it, and you just kind of adjust. What would you adjust on it? I don't even know what you would adjust. Time? Just they the time, like, probably. I guess maybe just probably the Probably just one setting. So here's the question. I think we might have a microwave at home, but I think it's a little white one that Bailey used when she was in Victoria. It would not fit a 25-pound turkey. Is there somebody out there with a giant microwave, or do they know where we could possibly get one that we could use for our experiment tomorrow to cook or to is that cook, I guess? Yeah. 25-pound turkey in. We'll even give you some of the turkey if you dare. There's got to be 25-pound turkeys out there. And we definitely won't want it thawed. We won't want it frozen. Like, that would be wicked, right? Yes. So we're going to have to figure this all out. But uh, are you somebody that maybe knows where we can get a microwave? A giant one. I mentioned, like, old school microwave. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody just said, I'm with Matt. A 25-pound frozen turkey won't even be defrosted by tomorrow. So we're going to... We're going to buy a a thawed turkey, Yeah, they're not all frozen, right? Well, if you go to the grocery store, most of them are frozen. I think that I've never seen a thawed turkey. (laughs) You might have to go straight to the the farm. I've seen turkeys that are, like, they're not frozen, I think. I don't know. you got lots of friends out in Thorsby near the Hutterite colony. Yeah. They'll have a turkey for us. They they probably will, and they'd probably have the microwave for it, too. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Calling the Warburg Hutterite colony. I don't know. Does somebody know? Uh, Anyway, we're looking for a 25-pound thawed turkey. Uh, We're willing to pay for that. Uh, And, and, well, we'll see. I mean, what are we going to do with this microwave? I don't know. But does somebody know? Does somebody own one? You have one, like, in your garage, and you're like, you know what? I'm never going to use it again. Let's donate it to science. Yes. For tomorrow's show. 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at... Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.